Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your you love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Ooh, welcome back to 88.3 WXUTs after further review. David the Man of God Harris here on the phone lines and Frank Vashner in the studio. Give us your quick tribute. Well, I want to do this before I got out of here because I got basketball to go announce at Bedford today. What, what time is the first game? Uh, two thirty. Okay, go ahead. So I want—I just like to get there early. But Bliss, anyways, blissful bad boys. Well, the, yeah, everyone's wondering why I have the Blissfield hat on, and I felt like I needed to do this because I would be doing a huge injustice to the person I'm about to mention, and because he's been in the news, mm-hmm. and that would be Blissfield baseball coach Larry Tuttle. The all-time winningest baseball coach in the state of Michigan. How many wins? He ha- he has. I'm looking it up. Uh, I thought you were doing it off the top of your head. I, I, I didn't have. I didn't. He actually brought. Well, it was, here it is. His mark was uh, one thousand three hundred thirty-two, mm-hmm. four hundred thirty-one, and five. He ended up passing uh, Pat O'Keefe of Grand Ledge early. In the season, actually, uh, again, he tied the record for a game against Belleville, a game I was on the microphone for, or then broke the record with a win against Hillsdale. Hell, but hell, and then the season they ended up winning a district championship, losing in the regional final, and a re and a really tight competitive game against Gross Point Woods University Liggett, who went on to win Division Three. Mm. Hey, well. Tuttle has decided that he's hanging him up. Mm. After how many years? Well, he has been coaching baseball for fifty-five years. I mean, he was—I mean, fifty-four at Blissfield. And he actually was an assistant at Bedford, mm-hmm. which is where, oddly enough, I'm at for basketball. Right. <clears> oh, <throat> well, so I mean, he's really left his mark not just in. With Blissfield High School, mm-hmm. but the whole town of Blissfield, even in the state, too. And even in, I mean, his whole total record doesn't, that doesn't count what he's done uh, coaching American Legion Ball as well, which I right. I actually got to announce a couple seasons of Legion Ball for him that he wanted me to do high school games. So, and story, the story of how, how I got connected with Tut. Mm-hmm. This was back when I was in my first year at Dundee announcement basketball and Former athletic director Bill Plum was in the crowd, and I was just talking to him. I also met Steve Seberger, who was a former AD at Dundee, and Larry Tuttle was sitting there wearing his Blissfield hat, and I, he introduced himself to me, and I said, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about your success on the baseball field, sir. And, and he says, hey, you really do a nice job on the mic. I'd love to have you to do some baseball for me. And, of course, at that time I was still kind of getting my getting – Acclimated at Dundee and stuff. I hadn't done baseball yet. That didn't come till like the twenty till twenty seventeen eighteen. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, I ended up. I think it was the summer of eighteen. I started announcing Legion games, whether they were at uh, what's now known as Larry Tuttle Field at Blissfield High School. Mm-hmm. 
and also Adrian College, which he also went there and has Ooh. a dugout with his name on it. Dang, he's been, he been balling. Oh, yeah. So I two seasons of announcing Legion Ball, two seasons of doing high school. Probably would have had a third of each had it not been for COVID in 2020 and team he would have had in 2020, I will still believe, could have won the state championship that year and would have gotten him an eighth ring. But he ends up finishing with seven state championships, uh, hips, 73, 76, 77, 92, 2000, 2002, 2003, runner-up in 99, 2009, 40 LCAA titles. 40? Yes. 40 conference titles. Does he have a lot of rings and trophies and stuff at his house? Or uh, he's got he's I know he's got champion. He's got. Yeah, I've seen him wear his rings a couple times. Wow, not all at once though. He said fifty five year career, right? Yeah, so Third, he's got rings from like the seventies. Yeah, he's also got thirty three district championships, twenty three regionals as well. Mm-hmm. well That's and a lot. Had, and he's um, had a few few guys who have played for him who have gone who have actually gotten drafted in the ma- into the major leagues. A bunch who have gone on to play college ball. Mm. Well, some of the stars from last year's team, uh, Gavigan and Zach Horky, they are now at uh, that school down south, mm. <laughs> unfortunately. But you know, I'm hoping to go watch them play. And uh, there's some that have gone on to play it. Adrian College. I know Ben Sullivan, one of his former players, is there now. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan Holland, who will be a senior this coming season, just uh, signed with Lords University. Mm-hmm. He, I think that's a good that's a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I, I had to get I had to give Tut his due today. I mean, I mean, it was really an honor for me just to get to announce games for someone of that caliber of a coach, right? Even as a person, too. I mean, he do, does a lot for the community. He and, I mean, look, I know he, he's even said that he was kind of tough to play for or as a coach, but because he he demanded, he demanded the best out of you. I'm sure you ask anyone who's played for him, you say he'd always push, he'd push you to be your best and best and, and you pretty much not just had to do that in sports, but also in life as well. Yeah, it's not like it. He's had a great impact on kids. But a lot of times I tell people, when you get into coaching, championships are great. Oh, yeah. But it's depending on how you treat people as as, as as individuals and how much you inspire them to get the most out of them. That's what you really do coaching for is to get the most out of someone. And it's oh, not like yeah. he does if, when you're winning championships. Now, there's just some coaches, like you listened to Darren Cohn earlier, they're in it for the clout or in it for the wrong reasons and just using people's talents. But it sounds like he really was a great pillar of the community. Yeah, he indeed was. I mean, I'm gonna trying to pull this up on link. I posted on the, my Facebook page the other day. Hey, um, <clears throat> this is what uh, uh, Matt Matt Allen, who was a fellow football official from uh, Grand Ledge, Michigan, mm-hmm. and Matt said <laughs> joke that uh, Pat O'Keefe could come out of retirement, and said that he. Matt had the honor of uh, play, uh, playing against both those coaches, and mm-hmm. not sure how many can say that, but still, definitely one, not just one of the best coaches I've ever been around, but one of the best, one of the best people as well. So, Todd, I hope you're listening to this at some point. 
thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on the mic for you. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Enjoy retirement, man. I who knows, maybe I'll bump into you at a game. Name sometimes down the line. I know he's come on and watched me do football a couple times. Really? Well, when I was this was about a few years ago. I was doing I was doing a middle school doubleheader at Blissfield, and I was I, and there you just do three officials. So it was myself, uh, Mark Duchesne, Will Bisbee. We were working the game, and I'm on Blissfield sideline. And I'm standing there, and I hear somebody say. Keep that flag in your pocket, Russ. I turn around, there's Tut standing right by the fence. That's <laughs> with a Cheshire cat grin on his face. I'm like, Tut, I'm going to keep this in there as long as they play by the rules. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that was Tut. I mean, if you, if you were in his respect, he would always get, he'd always try to get a rise out of you. Right, right. I feel you. Well, good, good thing for him. Now you can enjoy his life. Does he have a significant other? Uh,. He, I don't think he does. I know he has he has grandkids who uh, believe are in the Evergreen school system. Okay, because a lot of times you got when you're a coach's wife or a coach's husband, you know how it is. Where, where a lot of times your time sometimes might go more towards your your student athletes, and sometimes it takes away from family time, and that could be a struggle at times. But a lot of times they understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'll pretty much just have to end with that. I've got to get out of here. I got basketball to go do. Have fun. Um, it's at the corral. Yep. What time do the girls play? Um, well, we've got J. Well, freshman JV boys will play at two thirty. Freshmen are in the auxiliary gym. JV's in the corral. Mm-hmm. Then the JV girls are going to play like about four o'clock, and then varsity girls will be playing Whitmer at five thirty. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be aired on BCSN or not. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked to see yeah, if they're going to be there. Could, it could be because because you got a school from Northwest Ohio playing and against one of the blue bloods in Southeast Michigan. Mm-hmm. Bill Ryan always ran a, a real good quality program. Oh yeah, still does as well. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Well, th- thanks, man, so much. Especially a good tribute over to a great coach. We always want to exemplify the, the great coaching around here in this area. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're going to get on out of here, David. You right there? Yep. You're going to talk about the Chicago Bulls, huh? Yeah, are are they for real or are they just pandemic real? We'll discuss more on 88.3. I have a feeling he's definitely not going to put some respect on them. Exactly. It sounds like another one of your disses. You know, maybe if their name was Tim Tebow, he'd put some respect oh. on it. <laughs> Blow the dust off yeah. of that one. Yeah, I know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Speaking of blowing the dust off of something i got some for frank david i don't know if you can hear this or not this is for the fans guess what guess what happened guess what happened eight years ago today frank you gonna tell him i think I, I, i know what it is but i'm not gonna spoil it okay so let me see here Where's it at? Uh-oh. Yeah, you know what? Fire it, play it later. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was just here, and then it, it just said, what the? Yeah. I had it. Okay, so I can try to try to dig it back up. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I had it. This was when Frank called the Juice Brown game winner. Remember that, David? David wasn't there, but it was me and Frank, and I thought I had it. 
Let me see here. Hold on. Huh. I, yeah, because I had brought it up and then it just it went went away. So Frank's, let me. I'll try. I'll try to find it for you because that, like I said, that that I, it was it was great. Juice game winner. You can find this. Oh my gosh! It, I it was in the memories. It just popped up too. All right, maybe I don't have it, but it was a great game, and a lot of people loved it. What Frank was doing on the mic, man! I I, I thought I had it, and it's not here. It was in I because I was like I got to bring it up. Had the link to it and everything. Oh, oh well, well we'll take a quick commercial break. Frank, once again, thanks so much. We got the the tribute to Tuttle, and uh, yeah. Oh, here it is. I got it. Here it is. Let's listen to it real quick. Dave, you want to hear it? Hold on. Yep. Let's see if I can bring it up here. Frank, you're about to listen to this, man. I got to run, fellas. Oh, okay. Frank's out of here. So we'll we'll play it later. All right, man. Here we go. Dave, you're about to listen to it. Hold on. Makes it. Now he throws it over to Nathan Booth. Got it this time. Over to Juice Brown. He pulls it up. Yep. Oh, the back in the day when I mean, we stormed the court with UMass, which our first winner, but that was like when we first opened Savage Arena. But, yes, you know. 2008 or 2000. Was it 2000, 2008, 2009? Yeah, but yeah. that that right there, 136 plays on it, and I I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot about. It. I mean, it was from eight years ago, but still, eight years ago today was that one and. People still enjoyed it. I had I had to play that. That is a WXUT classic. Juice is loose. Yeah, I wonder what he's doing right now. But yeah, he that was that was a fun basketball team to watch. And by the way, later on that year, I believe they ended up getting to the MAC championship game and ended up losing to Western Michigan. I believe to get that automatic berth. And the, the men's team is still trying to get to the NCAA tournament. By the way, they do play the Bowling Green men's team this afternoon down in uh, at that school down south. But had to play, you know, Frank rushed out of here. He didn't want to hear it. So, um, but we'll take a quick commercial break. You listen to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, when we return, we'll talk a little bit of NBA and probably hear some of David's hate on the Bulls. Is that right, David? No, hey, just asking the question. <laughs> All right. We have some hate right around the corner. 88.3 WGTs after further review. You can listen to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WSUT's after further review with a picture of Frank Vashner in the horse's head. We'll be back after this.